0: hello everyone and welcome back to another awesome episode of the Biff bites podcast. I'm your host Jerry me and joined for the first time in a few months we got a full house today all three of my fellow co-hosts Mr. Mike Long Brendan Flaherty and Adam shear are all in the booth today. It's great having us all together again guys it's been a while
1: yes we've been in the lab. Even being in the lab
0: <laughs> working yeah. long hours
1: yep. yeah yeah literally for me right? so. yep.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Definitely. Yeah, and it's glad i am I'm, I'm back baby i'm back and it's <laughs> so glad i am so happy to be back on here with you guys and and i you know a lot of you folks know i've been i'm in a battle with cancer and i'm kicking its butt just yeah. finished radiation but i've been out of the loop for a while with this kind of thing and with uh, with some teaching but um but i am back and it feels great i'm feeling pretty good and i just can't wait to get back in the full swing of things with with, with you guys that's but awesome we're, we're all
1: certainly happy to have you back and back to your old self and chucking up the victory exactly yeah.
2: Yeah, and I guess I, I thank you to listeners and students. I got, you know, really nice well wishes and, and things. And the, and the BIF, this, you guys in particular, along with Tim, uh, have just been great through this process with support and, and, uh, and gifts and uh, humor and stuff. And that just means a lot uh, when you're doing this battle. So thank you guys and, and our, our wonderful listeners as well.
0: Great to have you back, Mike. Great to have everyone back in the studio. Um, and Adam, Brendan, you guys uh, have been busy as well. Uh, Mike, you, you too. Um, but a big reason why we haven't been able to record all four of us together uh, in quite some time is uh, we've been working on a little bit of project that just went live. Uh, you guys want to kind of share the, the news with anyone who might not have heard about it yet?
3: Yeah, absolutely. Um, big news is that Biff now has the Biff Review. So we are now providing exam prep review for CFP candidates that are going to go and get the pass. And we have spent the past six months or so, uh, as Brendan said, in the labs. And we have built something that we are really proud of and we feel like is really special. And we're excited to, to share it with everyone and, and support these students. So we've, we have been quite busy, uh, but it's really exciting to be at this point where we're about to get geared up for the July cycle and and deliver this for the first time. We're hoping to share some of that uh, with with the BIF listeners today, let you know what we got going on here. Awesome, awesome.
0: Now, one thing I uh, have been getting questions from students, uh, because I've been kind of on the front lines talking to students getting ready for the July exam, is uh, one thing that they keep asking me is, you know, what makes this new BIF program different? You know, there's a half dozen other exam prep providers out there already. You know, why did the world need another exam prep system? What are, what are we doing differently?
2: You're listening to
1: it, baby.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Mic <Mike> drop, literally.
1: <laughs> I think it's, well, Adam, Adam I think is, is the primary architect behind it. So I, I think it may be best for, for him to give his, his thoughts on, on why we're different
3: busiest sure. man in the business hey i'll i'll i'm gonna follow my lead. you are listening to it it's because we are the only shop in town that is doing team instruction uh really when we imagined this we thought of all of the success of this podcast and how we've been able to connect with students and practitioners in the industry and we wondered how can we create a similar experience with people in live review and the answer to that was having the Biff guys, uh, Biff crew in every single one of the live classes for live review. So it's a team delivered instruction and what's really great about that is that each of us comes to the table with different perspectives, with different strengths, with different weaknesses. and. As, as an instructor, you never quite know what's going to connect with the student and what's going to help them to really understand the concept. And our students are going to have the benefit of hearing from each of us as we process each one of the key topics that the CFP board teaches. And I think that that, that first and foremost is, is really one of the big defining characteristics of what the BIF review is going to be about. So that's that's it um, to start, but there's there's more. So I'm hoping you guys can chime in and and, and fill fill out this this out for our, our students a little bit.
1: So what I, I think is interesting when we when we started talking about doing this, um, we we conceptualized what the materials would look like, you know. And now fast forward six months, and the materials have kind of come through the pipe, and they look very similar to what we thought they were going to be uh, at the onset. So why don't you talk about the uh, so, Mike and Adam, the, the the materials and the and the u- unique way that we're approaching the actual written word, the the books themselves.
2: Uh, I'll, I'll I'll just start with that, and then then Adam uh, jump jump in on this um, efficiency. I and mean, and we we've been collectively doing this so long with so many thousands of students that that our perspective on it is. What works, what doesn't work, what the student experience is like throughout this uh, exam prep journey. And we are built for efficiency. Uh, We are getting, we get right to the heart of the matter on on these topics in in our approach. We're not wasting time with things that just really aren't part of the exam, Uh, elements of a topic that just to have never shown up on the exam. We are right to the heart of the matter in everything that we do from, from the books the, to the classroom. Um, and that's that's going to keep you fresh. It's also going to help you retain um, for the exam and, and beyond. And it, we're, we're going to really focus on some things that haven't been in this part of anyone's space in this exam prep world. Um, and, and that is really the testing elements, how they come at them with the exam and how you need to take apart a question. And Adam, I think you made a really good analogy, a lot like marathon training. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and our that's ingrained in our
3: approach of,
2: of just, I forget the correct term for it, but um, why don't you talk a little bit yeah, about that?
3: Yeah, we, we call it just progressive training. And this, this does go back to marathon prep, um, never quite made it to a marathon, I ran a half marathon once. So I became familiar with uh, Hal Higdon, who is uh, the, the architect of marathon training schedules uh, for people that have different experience, going to beginner. So even if you haven't run a marathon before, he has a system that's gonna get you there. But the thing that's common between the beginner systems for Hal and the advanced systems for your more experienced marathon runners is that it's progressive in how it builds. And one of the things we hear about constantly in CFP prep is um, how many questions, you know, we, we try to quantify by how many questions, how many hours, you know, we're, we're, we're gonna be grinding this from start to finish. And what we've seen on our side Are people that are clearly putting the time and effort in, in a big way, get to exam day and they're completely depleted. So we thought, all right, well, there's a better way to structure the program so that the learning is progressive and we true up your foundational knowledge of every single thing. So you have a good base. And then we build up from there towards some of the more nuanced concepts and we also have a program that's going to build up your hours week over week so that it's not as jarring. It's not as if I step into exam prep and day one, I'm doing 25 hours a week because, I mean, I don't know about you guys. I don't know many people in our field that have a spare 25 hours sitting around that they can wholly dedicate to focus study. Um, So we have this idea of progressive training and what's underlying, at least from a, you know, a question design and, and, a curriculum design standpoint, what underlies that is that the CFP exam um, will test you on some things that are loftier and that are a little more nuanced um, and maybe more granular, but we also know that they test you on the basic stuff and the stuff you need to get and you need to own going into that exam because of the way it's scored are your foundational elements. It's your basics. So we make sure that you master the basics but you have enough in your CFP toolkit on exam day so that you can be a little more flexible and use that knowledge to solve in the exam. Uh, Because another thing that's not really discussed is no one knows what's on the exam. I mean, frankly, we, we don't know exactly what the student experience is gonna be. So it's our job to give you the tools that you can use to best adapt to the question at hand. And how do you do that? You give people a good, strong foundation you give them the need-to-know knowledge. You make the learning efficient, and you cut right to the chase. And that's what we've done. Awesome.
1: And I think we're really looking for people to, to understand, right? That This is about comprehension, not memorization, not tricks, not shortcuts. Mm-hmm. It, it's mm-hmm. about understanding the material that you're being tested on. And, you know, it's just it's just as easy as remembering the sh- Sometimes I think the shortcuts are more complicated than the actual material. Um, and there's too and many so, of them. Yeah, too many of them.
0: Yeah. And, you know, speaking to all of that, you know, the student uh, feedback and doing this for years, I would say, you know, my favorite thing about the program is that we really built it uh, based on our students' feedback. You know, students told us they wanted more calculator practice. So we built from the ground up a brand new uh, calculator question bank with over 400 calculator questions. You know, students told us they wanted to be have more interaction with their fellow student, do more, uh, you know, bouncing off their students. So we're going to be introducing an online community for the students, um, you know, that we're going to be monitoring and helping out in and giving that as another tool for just for People to you know have another resource to bounce ideas off of. Um, I, I feel that really is a is a big strength of it. Is that you know we we listen to the student and give them what they want.
3: Absolutely. And another thing too, Jerry, um, you're going to be a key part of that that calculator experience because we, yes. we know that that's the weakness, right? For yep. or at least a fear. That, um, that <laughs> I've been. you're going to be in- you're going to be uh, at the helm there. What are you going to be doing on the calculator front?
0: Yeah, I have been diving headfirst into the calculator world for the past couple months. Um, I wrote the uh, calculator questions for the question bank. Um, we're also going to be doing some, uh, group study sessions with the calculator where, um, you know, we're going to be inviting people in to, uh, you know, join in and just kind of, uh, lob their calculator questions and we'll kind of tackle them one by one. You know, of course, everything's also going to be recorded. So if people can't make it, they can always catch up with the recording, but, uh, I'm going to be doing a whole lot of calculator help for the students because we know it's such an important part of the test and it's something that so many people struggle with. and really it should be your best friend you know your calculator is the only thing you can take into the test with you from outside so you want to make full use of that tool um, so we want you to be as comfortable as possible so that that calculator is an old friend come exam day
2: and you want to master that early in the in the exam prep process definitely get in there get that done get comfortable don't don't leave that to the last minute because you want those to be slam dunk, gimme, gimme points. You just want to welcome every one of those calculations. And uh, the way Jerry is, is is built this and it's set up is just boom. We're going to get you early with this, and you're going to be able to put your mind at ease, put that to bed, and move on. To all these other uh, important topics that that we need to master for the exam, so I'm very excited that that's done and ready and and uh, you know being rolled out. Nice job, Jerry, yep. as well. A rumor has it you you actually sleep with your calculators.
0: And- <laughs> yes, on on my nightstands. You know, I got I got my little uh, my glass of water and I got my HP 12 <laughs> and I got the eight, the backup HP 10B two. Uh, you know, in the sock drawer, just in case. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> if there's ever a burglar, I just chuck financial calculators at him. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I'm excited. Uh, the the program is really shaping up. Uh, we're getting our first students enrolled and getting started, and I'm just really excited to see how uh, this session unfolds.
3: Absolutely, and I think um, another thing that we haven't really spoke to directly is. Um, delivery of our live classes. So this this is another key differentiator in in our program. And uh, Brendan, do you want to chime in a little bit about this? So I, I think the the
1: one of the burdens of, of, of the live review is just the big chunks of material that you have to get through, and it's monotonous and it's 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 hard to focus. So what we're going to do is we're going to touch on all six pieces of the uh, uh, or, or all six courses. Uh, on each night, and, and which is why we're gonna have the three of us in the room uh, for every class. Uh, we're gonna handle obviously our, our strengths, the, the classes that we teach in the program, but also available to supplement some of the things that we, uh, the, that we know on the other courses that we're not directly teaching. Uh, and so it helps to keep you fresh. Uh, it helps the night to kind of move along a little bit. Um, and we're gonna do it in manageable time slots. So we're gonna do 10 weeks uh, for two and a half hours uh, per session. Um, and then we're going to also offer uh, office hours uh, also every week. Uh, and we're thinking somewhere between 30 and 60 minutes for that. To answer whatever questions you have about the material that we covered um, the previous week or what we're about to cover.
2: What else are they asking you, Jerry? You provide so much uh, student support. What are, what, you know, the words out, this is starting to get around, you know, that, that the BIF review is here. So what are some of the things they're asking you about
0: Uh, Well, the number one question by far that gets asked the most and it makes sense because people are nervous is how many hours do I need to spend per day in order to pass the exam or what is the uh, percentage I should be scoring on my practice test to ensure that I I pass the exam and like Adam hinted at a little bit earlier. That's not really a cut and dry answer. <laughs> There's no magic number there. Like Adam said before, it's it's all about perseverance and you know doing what's right for the individual student, doing what's right for you know your individual study process.
2: I, I think it's linked to what Brendan, Brendan said earlier, it's about comprehension.
0: Yes. Yep. And
2: and then taking that comprehension a step further into the application. Right. Uh, of, of the topic do you know do you know the features and benefits of topics come academically but what's the big deal about a particular feature or benefit when mm. would it come into play to meet a client's goal we're focused uh on that and and when you understand all of that it doesn't matter the scenario that cfp board throws at you And and that's one of the most difficult things about the exam is just how the questions are written. We just haven't seen things like it before. And it's impossible to ever have enough questions to cover every conceivable scenario that might be in a question. But it doesn't matter if you understand the features and benefits uh, of, uh, of these planning items and then how to apply them. Then you just take apart the question um, and and seek the information you need that's given in the text. There's there's really no teaching to that in in this exam prep space, but we're going to do it, and and you can go in confident that you've got the skills in in, in test taking with this to take apart any scenario they they give you, and it's not just part of memorizing stuff.
0: One other big question I've been also getting, Mike, is uh, the materials. Because at the end of the day, everyone's looking for that magic textbook with all the answers. Uh, some people are paper book only. Other people want to be reading it on their iPad as they, you know, hop on a plane. You know, in this modern world, we're, we're well past the, uh, you know, learning on chalkboard style of learning. So how are we kind of addressing different students needs when it comes to how they actually get this understanding and get the knowledge that they need to ace the exam.
2: Well, speak for yourself on that chalkboard thing. <laughs> some of us love our chalkboards.
0: Um, um, Brendan, I, know I
2: took my CFP exam on the chalkboard by the way.
0: Oh, really?
1: really? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I like how Brendan believed that one.
1: <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I'll say wait a minute i think i was the, the the earliest test taker and even mine wasn't on the chalkboard <laughs> oh well uh stone right, tablets with place. a hammer
0: and chisel right. <laughs> so, so brendan can you can you tell us a little bit about uh kind of what our materials are looking like are we going with the uh the mean, stone tablet <laughs> the,
1: the materials are are honestly really beautiful um you know, it's not, it's not the traditional wall of text. You, you don't just have books that are just endless paragraphs of words and words and words. So uh, everything is intentional. It's, it's very specific by topic uh, to call out the things that are most important to know for the exam. Uh, and and I, I think almost every page has some sort of uh, graphic to, to reinforce the learning. Um, so if you're a visual learner, um, it, it will help, it'll help that as well. Uh, and and uh, I think all of us are, are quite proud of, of how the materials uh, turned out and, and they're unique, it's just not like nothing I've seen so far.
0: Yeah, I, I got to say, I I particularly love that because I am a very heavily uh, visual learner. You know, I need to see it done in order to really understand how it works. And, um, you know, Natalia, our graphic designer, she's she's done some amazing stuff, uh, you know, filling. Like you said, the, the materials are, are really beautiful, you know, just filled with graphs and tables and illustrations and you know, just really helps drive it home and, and help makes it easier to understand some of these difficult concepts when you have these, you know, visual representations in front of you. You know, it's not the, uh, <laughs> uh, if you remember back in high school, the uh, the substitute teacher coming in with the uh, question sheets that have been Xeroxed a million times so that they look like a negative and, <laughs> you know, you can't even make out anything. They're, you know, colorful. And, and like you said, Brendan, just really beautiful. Um, speaking of that, though, like you said, Brendan, being visual learners, audio learners, um, you know, how how do we address that as far as you know, different students, different learning styles? Did did you want to take that, Adam?
3: Yeah, sure. Um, well, I think the visual the visual learners, um, I'm, I'm definitely in that in that group. Uh, every every page, as Brendan mentioned, has something that's going to bring the pieces together and help you understand. I think one of the best examples of this happens in the world of trusts. And um, this is something we introduced way back when we did uh, our special sessions during the pandemic. But uh, one of the things that was always a drag in learning about trusts was the wall of text effect. And the fact that two paragraphs in, you've lost sight of the parties, you've lost sight of the, the direction of cash flows or assets, uh, and, and also the steps. It's just very dense, it's very technical. And when you're talking about something that's new, and for many CFP students, this world of trusts and what they do and how they function and which ones you could add assets to and which ones have annual valuations versus, uh, you know, valuation up top, it just gets very muddied. So we made little trust maps that sum it all up. It sums all the cash flows, all, all of the, uh, you know, the trust terms, uh, whether or not it's included in the gross estate. I mean, it's all there in a snapshot. So you don't have to do all the reading. But if you prefer reading, and I know, Mike, you're in this category. Mike likes things in 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 just like a note card with bullet points. Give me the words.
0: Please de- yeah. deliver it to me in an IRS pamphlet form. That is my, <laughs> Mike's preferred method of learning. Hey, that's right.
2: Don't give me, me the, give don't me don't the content. Put me in a corner and leave me alone and be good at answering my questions. And we'll, we'll get along just fine. I'll tell you what I'm waiting on, though, uh, learning style with uh, – with Jerry and Adam both being very accomplished musicians, I'm longing (laughs) for the day. And I hope I live long enough to get, you know, the Biff review musical score
0: the cfb sing-along
2: quick, all these things
0: <laughs> you know you, you you joke mike but we might just we just might because i have had many teachers over the years give us little like sing-song rhymes as memorization tools so if any of our students uh can think of any good memorization tools that we can put to music that that might just happen <laughs>
3: yes
0: i
2: some truth can't to wait that. to hear you do a sing-song rhyme <laughs>
0: The wheels on the trust go round. round.
3: <laughs> True shit. Uh, so there. So we have our audio learners. At least the promise of of uh, a soundtrack in the future. Um, but also, I mean, all of our sessions are going to be recorded, uh, so you can you can get this stuff as long as you can access your platform. You can you can hear us almost almost as if you have a podcast going on. Uh, through the video access that you'll have Um, another really cool thing and and this is one of those happy accidents that happens in class sometimes is we were doing some small group tutoring for a while and um, our slides rather than having you know death by powerpoint with a whole bunch of bullet points we kept them very simple and we kept them simple purposefully because we used the blank space on each slide to take live notes. So you're going to see someone model the note taking and calling out the important points on every single slide. Um, and that, that's so that's cool. that great feedback from students. That that say yeah. you know what helps us helps me to follow along. It helps me to know where to focus and what to write. Um, and it just keeps you more engaged. So you have that and also note taking is is a part of our method and you know we'll, we'll we're going to roll that out with the program but Something that you're going to do in our program is, is take notes. And that's for those kinesthetic learners that learn by doing. Uh, there's going to be a part of, of what everyone does that involves note taking. And we've built that into the materials as well. There's plenty of white space to try to sum up things in your own words, or to go to class and make a little note about something Mike or Brendan said, or I said, or take it into your calculator clinics, Jerry, and write some notes on IRR or NPV. Yep. Um, so we've we've really done our part to to make sure that everyone has a path to get to that point of understanding and then from there, go to that point of application. Definitely, definitely.
0: Well, excellent guys. Uh, we, we covered a lot here. Was there anything else uh, anyone wanted to mention before we start to wrap this up today?
2: Study with us. We want to study with you. We want to get you this pass line. You can do it. You can do it. And we, we, we absolutely will
3: help.
0: That's that's a great way to sum it up, Mike.
3: And I'll say what, what you learn here, and one of the things we've been talking about is we've designed this so that you don't have the shortcuts. So it, the knowledge sticks with you. And then beyond exam prep, you are now a different practitioner and you're better able to serve the clients that you're working with. I mean, that's, that's really if we have any core value, it's that, that we want this knowledge to stick with you. We don't want it to just disappear. And um, your, you owe that to your clients to really know this stuff and to go out there as a certified financial planner. So um, we do hope you study with us because we want you to be a better a better planner and we feel like we can add some value there.
0: Awesome. Well, that's great, guys. It's been awesome being in the booth with all of you again. Uh, Now that we have uh, the review designed and fleshed out, uh, hopefully we can do some more of these episodes coming up in the future, but we'll still be pumping out the Biff Bites podcast episodes uh, every month. And really excited to see this uh, new exam cycle unfold. I'll see you guys all later.
2: Absolutely. Steady on, my friends. Steady on. All
3: right. Take care, everyone. Bye.